Welcome back to another episode of the Alex and Koku Podcast. This is episode 21. Wow. We have legal drinking age. We made it. We made it. We We're really ready. made it. We're I feel ready. like every episode, I'm like, man, how how do we make it here? How, how do we get to we this point? It? How is this allowed? But um, right. yeah, this is our senior. Yeah, we should be graduating next year. Or, wow. Or and, and the yeah. next year. Yeah. I don't know what our future holds, like college, maybe Ooh. not. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I'm your gracious co-host, Koku Asamoah. And I am the other co-host, Alex. <laughs> Smooth. But today we got two very special guests. Um, two ladies from a Ohio State radio show called She Wanna Vibe. Huh? So, <laughs> do you two want to introduce yourself? Uh, you go sure. So, yeah. Um, so I'm Zainab. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, my name is Mendoza, and I'm Zainab's friend. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will introduce our, our sure. um show. So it's through Aroused, which is like a student-run mm-hmm. radio show. Um, and yeah, you can listen at arouse.com, I think it is, and it's just live all the time. Uh, we started it like, what, a mm-hmm. year ago? One right? on the Arouse site, uh-huh. we realized that there were no shows that were like focused on rap. There were like dozens of shows, but they were all mostly rock shows, so we just filled in the hole. Yeah. true. Love it. We need yeah. it. We need it. So yeah, we still we still do our show every Tuesday at eleven a.m. Yeah, if you guys want to listen sometime? We just talk, we just vibe. That's it. There is no <laughs> to our show. Oh, y'all have come to the right place. <laughs> yes, I, I want to know how does that work on a radio format? Because that's pretty much what me and Alex do. We kind of just talk talk mm-hmm. music. But do you guys play? music too yeah yeah so basically like we like mm-hmm. we come in we generally don't come in with like an actual topic or conversation ready we just like talk through what we've been listening to um and since it's like a radio format we like play some songs after we speak about them and generally that just leads to like a converse like we'll end up in some kind of like structured conversation through that oh yeah. that's dope yeah well i'm happy you said that because the way we start this podcast so is we like to talk about what we've been listening through, listening to throughout the week. So it could be old songs, new songs. We just want to know what you've been spinning, what you've been rocking with, what's been bumping through them headphones. So uh, either one of you can start, but lay it out. Um, <laughs> I can start. So um, uh, I've been very honestly listening to the Kid Leroy. He has dropped a few songs that are like an extension of his album. Mm-hmm. What would you call it? Like an EP. Um, and he is a 16-year-old rapper from Australia, if you guys mm-hmm. know. Um, okay. And- Shout out Kangaroos. <laughs> true, yeah. true. But yeah, he's pretty cool, actually, because we talked about him on our show this week, too, when we were talking about the album. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like an indigenous Australian rapper, and he was like kind of like Juice World's like protege before. So he's like more of a sing rapper. He's cool. Yeah. 
it's just like fun, fun music. Um, and then Tier Whack drops a song today that I was like listening to right before this. Did she? Yeah, she's been gone for a minute, but yeah, yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Um, I've been listening to this album Aguita by Gabriel Garcon Montano. I don't. Do you guys know him? Wow. Ooh, no. Oh yeah, he made that um six eight track yeah. um that. I was Drake gonna say like if you jungle. don't know him, then you've heard that like sample in Drake's Jungle then, and that's him. And he okay. dropped an album this year. It's like really cool. It's like out of his wheelhouse. About half of the songs are like reggaeton, which is cool. I really did not oh. expect that from him. But then the other half is like like moody R and B in Spanish. So that's pretty cool. I've been listening to that. I've been listening to. On that note, a lot of Drake. <laughs> I've been listening to nothing the same this <laughs> week. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was listening to uh, From Time right before I came in. Ooh, so. Damn. Ooh. In yeah. the fields. In the fields. I mean, oh, that's the thing is, oh, like, <laughs> so it's really <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? I forgot, but I wanted to start off the um, podcast with, because um, today's November 18th. And on So Far Gone, he has a song called November 18th. I wanted to start it off singing oh, that song. You know all that. <laughs> <laughs> you. I know this about Zayna, but she's been like a Drake fan since she was like 10 years old. Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I ran a Drake centered Tumblr when I was 10 years old. So. Was no like, way. Oh. No, stop. <laughs> Tumblr famous. <laughs> Really? <laughs> that's that's crazy. I had a uh, so I have this friend Olivia who she started out doing like she just started out with like a Miley Cyrus fan account, and <laughs> now she's like one of Miley's managers because like what? Miley ended up like seeing her fan account, like seeing how kind of well, like just how well she understood sort of that fan experience and was like, yo, I want you to come join my team. So I think she started out doing some like intern type stuff, but now she like is part of Miley's team. So that's wild. Yo, might be time to bring the Tumblr back. Bring it back. Drake might put you on. I have to. Drake, where are you at? I want to be Come on, come through. Imagine 10-year-old Zainab managing Drake. Iconic. That's a that's a Disney Channel movie just, right there. Yeah. Just an OVO hoodie always. <laughs> Owls on her. <laughs> um, I'll go next, I guess. Um, cool. I was listening to some Vince Staples. I was catching up on FM, this EP he released, I think, about mm-hmm. two years ago. So good. Um, yeah. Then this artist named Isla, uh, she had this song about a year ago that kind of blew up on Twitter. But she dropped the album early this year that I was listening to. It was pretty cool. Liked it. Um, it, was, it kind of fell into the realm of just like a generic like um, trap singing mm-hmm. song like throughout the album. But it was still good. Definitely check it out. Worth the check out. Then I started um, going back to listening to The Far Side because that's one of my favorite hip hop groups in um, general. Oh. And uh, for me... Give a shout out to the homie Taylor the Block. He of just course. dropped a music video for his single Quicksand, which uh, if anybody's listening hasn't peeped that yet, go check it on YouTube. You can just mm-hmm. search his name, Taylor, D-E-B-L-O-C-K. 
but uh the video is like super well done yes. uh him and him and the folks he works with, with on it they killed it and so uh definitely been thinking a lot about that just because it's it's stuck with me uh but then also uh i'm gonna i'll move it a little bit away from rap for a second Uh oh be careful Um, but i'm from north carolina originally from charlotte and uh there is a band from there called the avid brothers and they do sort of like folk americana music and uh I had the thought as I was getting ready for the day the other day, they're like, man, I haven't listened to them in a while. And they have this album called Emotionalism, which is really great. They also have this like live set, I think from like, gosh, I can't remember what year it was, but they did a live set in Charlotte and it was sort of this like homecoming show. And that project is uh, streaming as well. But like, Mm. they're just a really like being a, black dude who like is into you're black that kind of music <laughs> what? Being a black dude who's like into that kind of music like it's always like Ava brothers are probably the the musical act that i've seen the most in concert uh more than like, maggie rogers more than i've only seen maggie once okay, okay. Ava brothers probably like three or four probably yeah i think like four times wow um but yeah, like they're they're super dope. Like their their writing is great. Uh, they put on a hell of a show. Like it makes me really miss live music. Uh, they used to do this like uh, they would do like these three night shows at Red Rocks when I lived in Colorado, and uh, like going to a few of those were like super crazy. So mm-hmm. uh, if I can pass on anything, check out the Ava Brothers because wow. they're really dope. Yeah, you really picked up. I really want to listen to them now. That was a great testimonial. Sure <laughs> Check them out. Um, but I'm kind of glad you guys brought up the Kid Leroy, mm-hmm. right? And he said he was um, Juice World's understudy. And unfortunately, Juice World was taken from us a bit too early. Um, young, young soul, young man. Um, but it got me thinking about the legacy he could have had because he already had an understudy that's making waves and apparently being heard outside of Australia, which is crazy because you don't really, well, you got Iggy Azalea, but um, <laughs> she really, she, she really a rapper from Australia but, though. Like he's like an Australian rapper. You know what I mean? Like he, he claims it like hard. Australia. Like he works it hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got me thinking, about legacies and other artists back in the day. Of course, we have um, Pac, we have Biggie, we got Big L, we got Easy, a whole bunch of artists. Do you think those artists back then, if they're still alive, could make it in this era of hip hop? I'll go first. I personally don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't <laughs> think so. Because it, it just changed so fast. And you have so many like younger rappers now even like personally this is gonna sound really bad <laughs> but <laughs> if little wayne died seven years ago he would be a legend but right now he's just he's just ruining his name in my opinion right yo i was actually like zainab i'm glad you brought that up because i was thinking about that i was like i actually like i don't know if i would want some of those artists to like 
mm. last and beyond sort of the time that they had. Cause I'm like, <laughs> man, the, and not to say like, yo, I want them to, <laughs> to die or whatever, <laughs> but die. like, but like more in the sense that I'm like, man, the more some of these, some of these cats stick around, uh-huh. the more I'm like, yo, y'all, <laughs> okay. please, please okay. stop. Okay, so how, how- yeah, go, um, go ahead, Fredosa. I, I got a question. No, I was just going to say, like, I feel like if the question is, like, if Eazy-E, like, stayed alive until 2020, would he still be relevant and still be making good music? I, it's pretty easy to say no, mm-hmm. because, like, in general, like, rap is, like, a young man's game. It's not, we don't mm-hmm. really, I mean, I guess it's, like, a relatability thing. The whole genre is based on relatability, so, like, they lose that as they get older and richer. Um, but I feel like if the question is, like, if Easy e was born in the year 2000, would he still make it today? Well, probably, because he would probably be making different music for, the, for like, the genre that we have mm. today. And with his own talent, that could probably work. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I mean, I guess there's outliers to that situation, because Jay-Z could drop and people will still flood it. Um, Kanye maybe could drop now. I don't know. Because I think last time I saw I said he dropped a track and it wasn't good if you heard it. If you heard it, it was really it was really Wait, disappointing. But th- th- what song? It's called Na Na Na. When did he drop? He dropped it like October, probably October eighteenth. Oh jeez. It's yeah, it's surprisingly bad. I think there's a remix with um the baby and, and someone two else. Chains. I just looked at that. <laughs> oh yeah. Surprisingly bad, but some artists. That, I mean, even Two Chains. He dropped an album recently, mm-hmm. and he's an older cat. He's he has he's up there in age. There's some exceptions, but um, this made me think. You guys said if Little Wayne <laughs> died seven years ago, he would have been toted as a legend. So, would you rather have an artist like just completely stop, just like get it to a point? Like, what if like Jay Z stopped after like blueprint two or something like and like we still wouldn't have these albums um preceding it but um would you rather have a rapper stop at their prime or kind of fizzle out i think probably like stop i think that's probably the best way to keep your legacy intact like if that's what you're interested in but i just feel like there are also people who have like interest in like continuing to make music and expressing themselves through music. So it's kind of cruel to tell them, Hey, you should stop. You're not good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we were actually talking about this with, ooh, I hate to bring him up again, but Drake, <laughs> like Drake is like really business minded mm, yeah. and really smart. And I feel like he knows that like he has to stop by like the next album if he wants to be continue to be Drake and not like become like an old rapper Drake, you know? Yeah, I, I think I think Drake should have stopped. <laughs> nothing was the same. I think he he should have yeah, left. That's a bit early, but <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. that's pretty premature. Like <laughs> I, don't I uh, Alex sent me a. You sent me, or did I send it to you, or you sent it to me? I think you sent it to me. I said to him like you said, uh, his upcoming project's gonna sound more like Views, like a continuation from that, and. I was kind of disappointed because I thought Views wasn't wasn't mm-hmm. so good. I, I remember when it came out and everyone was like, oh, this is great. Oh, like naming tracks they love. And I remember that day I listened to that album like three times, just trying to see what people saw. And I couldn't completely like feel it. Like I was like, there's some tracks I like, but 
Yeah. Most of it just sounds like fluff. I would say Views as an album is is not, not a timeless piece. But there are just some songs in that album that I will listen to over and over again for probably 100%. In my life. Don't know ways. It's a great song. Oh my God. Um, I like yeah. that song with um, Division. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Pimp C feature. Um, Why you got to fight with me at Cheesecake? Of course. Go you know I love to go there. <laughs> Classic line. <laughs> I, you, you, can't be, you can't say Drake doesn't have oh, quotables. But, yeah. uh, but I, I mean... I Man's a walking quotable. <laughs> I feel like if there's an album for him to model his latest album off of, though, it probably wasn't views, especially because, like, that album was like, I mean, like, people hated it or loved it. Like, if he wanted, like, to make his fans happy, he should have done, like, Take Care, or, like, Nothing Was the Same or something. Of the sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So, if, is it, if you're reading this, it's still like, it's one of them ones. <laughs> one of them ones. <laughs> Hey, would you guys throw in um, What a Time to Be Alive in Trick's catalog, or is that a separate thing? I simply don't mm. think about that album. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have no thoughts about it at all. No thoughts about that album. I, I feel like that was, that was such a strong one when it came out, but like it kind of like petered yeah. out. Like I don't hear people mm. talk about it too much. I uh, I listened to it the other day while cleaning the bathroom, oh, really? <laughs> and it was uh, it, it was it kept I mean, me motivated. Yeah. <laughs> cleaning songs are necessary, yeah. but. I mean, if somebody played any of the songs like in the car, I wouldn't be like, turn this off. But it's not like anything I would ever like. I'm walking around campus. Let me just cue this album up. It's not <laughs> not in oh, the yeah. rotation oh, anymore. Yeah. Remember how crazy Jumpman oh, was? Like, yeah, like was you, couldn't, you couldn't walk out not hearing that. Was that was a cultural so. reset. Yeah, truly. I have to agree. So it's where all the time people are like, oh my God, 2016 was such a great year. We have to we have to come to the conclusion. Stop it. Drake, Stop it. That year. Amazing. It was Drake. That's why it was when we so good. summer sixteen. That's why we all had a good summer sixteen. It's true. It's literally yeah. just true. <laughs> Yo. I'm not, I'm not gonna accept it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> let Drake take over twenty sixteen. I mean yeah, I mean it, Definitely it, had its terrible moments, but Drake definitely he came through. He came through yeah. with some 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 heaters. Cause that was that was post beef meek oh. mill. Yeah. That's yeah. when he was feeling he was himself a benevolent boy. <laughs> he was honestly like at such a peak, like it was kind of inevitable that he would have to like have some sort of fall from grace because it was like he was he was totally. too powerful from like twenty fourteen totally. to like twenty seventeen. Like it was an insane run. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, there was, um, nothing was the same, if you're reading this, it's too late, what a time to be alive, views, and a bunch of other singles that went crazy. But Hotline Bling blew up the internet. Right, right. And when, then when did, uh, was Push It 2016 or was that 17? When Push It came and it th- <laughs> cut off his yeah, head. Yeah, you that were was hiding 20- a child. <laughs> that was 2018. Do You Are Having a Child is such an iconic line because he really just stopped rapping. He just, <laughs> you are... This <laughs> 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 said a statement, a pure statement. Like I, I, I still oh get God. chills when I hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, the perfect thesis sentence. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! He came for all three generations of his family: his mom, him, and then his child. 
<laughs> like, yeah, it's hey. just just disrespectful. Don't forget that da- he said he he said his dad wore Steve Harvey suits. <laughs> That's disrespectful right there. <laughs> And he's not lying. He's not lying. That's the worst part. If you ever, if you ever say my dad wears a Steve Harvey suit, I'm, I'm going to have to <laughs> hurt you. It was um, like, cause it was Drake's. This wasn't even like all he's. He didn't even say anything bad about Pusha's fiance. He just said like, go home to your fiance or something like that. And Pusha said, oh, yeah. out of my fiance. I'm, a- <laughs> I'm like, you are happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Yo. definitely feel that this was so calculated that, like. Pusha put it in place where he wanted Drake to mention just one thing about his family. Like he could have me- mentioned Malice, he could have mentioned Pharrell, he could have mentioned his fiance, he could have mentioned anything, and that song still would have came out. Like, still, he didn't. Man, I tried care. to make the Drake episode. I thought we were supposed to be talking about dead rappers. <laughs> no, <laughs> 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 all day. <laughs> Like, we we always stumble, we always come back to Drake on, in this yeah. podcast. There's, the there's whole world comes back true. to Drake. Nope. You can say you hate Drake, but everybody comes back to Drake. It's true. It's true. I mean, he he is pop culture. He is pop culture at this point. So, um, do you think you would want Drake to stop soon after this album? Because that's like what you kind of mentioned before. Um, I. You think I so, Zeno? Yeah, I she's think the authority stop. here. <laughs> she's or, or like slow, or like take a Jay Z stance, like hop on a couple mm-hmm. features, focus on business, focus on your family, <laughs> focus on it. Focus, Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his real name? Has Drake ever confirmed yeah, I that's, think his, that's name? his name? Yeah. Okay. Because I, me- I remember, do you remember the rumor that they said his son was my bed? So, like in that song when he says, I only trust my bed uh... and my mama. Was it, didn't they say that was like his middle name? Like yeah, they, they were, they were <laughs> coming out with they so much stuff. Craspin. I know. Was, I know Drake's team probably put that like out there. Like they were geniuses that for that. Well, it's also amazing, like to. the way we perceive rappers, like public personas, and how that like affects the way we see it. Because when it came out that J Cole had a wife. And he hadn't told everybody. Everybody was like, wow, look at J. Cole. He keeps his life under wraps. He mm. moves in silence. But when it comes out that night to the baby, everybody's oh. like, you're a deadbeat and you're hiding your baby. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I, hmm. A conversation. That is interesting. Take it to the, let's take it to the red table. <laughs> <laughs> Jada walks in. I wish. <laughs> I I think the reason why is because Drake likes to play the victim a lot in his music. So he always see he always makes it seem like he's just like a, a lone boy living in this crazy yeah. world. When like in reality, like he's he's causing a lot of drama himself. Um, he is out here. He's out here slanging around. <laughs> but J. Cole, I guess, kind of paints himself as that same lone boy but he knows he's in a crazy world and he accepts it um so that's why that's why i think that kind of like shift in blame comes in sometimes yeah i I am curious and maybe it was just like a blip on the radar but the whole like thing with no name over the over the summer of like does that affect kind of how people like pers like how a large majority of people begin to like perceive 
J. Cole, his music, his like kind of level of depth when he was like, I don't read books or <laughs> something like that. that he said. <laughs> Where it's like J. Cole has always had kind of this like, you know, people may call it like yeah. fake deep, but sort of mm-hmm. this like conscious, Image. you know, awareness of himself, the world. But I do think about that moment because like that definitely sticks in my mind when I think about J. For Cole sure. now. Where I'm like, I don't know if I have the same relationship with him that I once did in terms of how I interact with his music. I mean, I wasn't, I can't say I was surprised that J. Cole doesn't read (laughs) books, Um, but mostly because like generally his image to me, like it's always been conscious, but it's also been like, oh, like every man, like I'm just like everybody else. Like I'm not like, it's not like he was presenting himself as like, I don't know, Franz Fanon or something like that. Like, he was just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, his thing was like a man of the people type deal. Um, but I do think like that no name incident definitely sticks in my mind when I think about him. But sometimes I realize like when I see like the numbers on his latest songs, I'm like, oh, like Twitter is really like not the world. <laughs> Most people are not like yeah, paying attention to totally. that one interaction. And that's not really going to affect how most people engage with his music. But yeah, I did love J. Cole in high school. I loved him a lot. I think if No Name was a bigger like figure in the industry, it would definitely affect him a lot more than it did. And also I think that people who ride for J. Cole uh, really are also fake <laughs> like or like fake woke, would you call it? I don't know, but it's all just one mindset. Like he he raps about what the people want to hear. Yeah. You know? So And I wouldn't even say oh, Which is you go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I feel like it's just interesting sort of how that then get con- gets construed into being like depth <laughs> because like, I mean, most of his music, I think like, yeah, he does, you know, there is a level of vulnerability there. There is a level of like, you know, speaking about his own life and the things that he kind of sees, but it never was sort of this like, mind-blowing like let's mm-hmm. go into like i can see kind of what book he was reading here like go into each line and sort of mine out like the the different metaphors and stuff so yeah he always, interesting. To, um, he always tries to justify his like knowledge by telling us that he went to college like we get it you went to college <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, i was gonna say like i feel like j cole like not j cole the personality j cole the musician like if i listen to 2014 Forest Hills or even Born Sinner, his earlier work, I'm like, nothing he's saying here. Like, I feel like the image that people have of him, the negative image people mostly have of him is that, oh, he's fake deep. He thinks he's smarter than he is, this and that. Nothing in his music really gives that sense. I think his fans give him a bad name by finding this level of depth to him that he's not actually putting out, you know? Sort of oh, like yes. he, I think he knows that it's like generally like kind of surface level and simple, but like that doesn't make it not powerful, especially to like his fan base. Like mm-hmm. obviously, if they love it that much, then it must mean something. Um, but I think like when the people who are his fans are going around telling people, you need to have a certain level of intelligence <laughs> to understand it, then that's yes. when it's like, oh, I don't like this guy. Yeah, that's what made me really yeah. mad because I've. I've lo- I love J. Cole growing up, like the same way like Zayna was making a Tumblr for Drake. That's probably what I would have done for J. Cole if I knew how to, if I, if I didn't get in trouble for having a MySpace. I was also <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Drake, I'm not gonna lie, Drake put me on to J. Cole. <laughs> mm. I was honestly listening to it in the morning. Please, that song was terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, okay. To, to touch on in the morning, real quick, Drake's verse didn't it sound like he was half asleep on <laughs> that track? Say, he did that on purpose, he knew what he was doing for the girls. <laughs> Yo, he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> He put on a cell phone Literally. voice. <laughs> yeah. He put on Call yeah. Me After 8 o'clock cell phone yeah. voice. He was laying down recording. <laughs> he had a phone next to his bed um, to record that. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he woke up. But J. Cole, like, I loved him. And like you were saying, like a lot of his earlier work, he touched on topics, but it's very surface level. Nothing like mind-blowing mm-hmm. or mind-altering. Maybe to some. Maybe some of the stuff he touched on if you were in the same position that he was in um, Carolina and the place he lived, that might've been like a, a eye opener. But after Forest Hills, when people were like, Oh, you need a, you need a deeper, deeper way of thinking to understand it. It was like, ah, you kind of pushing people away. Cause you don't really need to. My dream. Right. I need a certain level of intelligence to get wedged. <laughs> 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 It's also, I mean, it just like it just shows like there is such a uh, a lack of like emotional intelligence and vulnerability within men. <laughs> like a majority of his a majority of his fans are going to be men. To where it's True. like to even show the slightest bit of that in some way <laughs> becomes this like groundbreaking moment of like, oh my gosh, J Cole. It's embarrassing. You said that like it's embarrassing. Yeah. When like he's saying like he loves his wife and people are like oh my god is this real you're supposed to love your wife <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's, I love it's my so wife. embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> so when that no name came situation came up I kind of was like disappointed because like yeah I was like Jago you, mm-hmm. like you shouldn't put the blame on this woman who's just trying to help and educate well, she did not say your name like you could have. Just stayed silent. And I don't think mm-hmm. she was really talking yeah. about him either. So he was projecting mm-hmm. heavy, but yeah. And heavy. of course he did at the worst time possible. And no name's response was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mess. But I think I mean going back to going back to the topic. Um <laughs> but I no, I, I do think there's like a I think part of it is sort of this like kind of two things sort of working uh, working with and against each other in terms of like when, how long artists stay in the game and then also the listener. Cause it's like, we are, it's not just that the artist is, you know, progressing or digressing or whatever. Like the listener is hopefully like going through some kind of evolution change progression as well. That's going to affect like how they then receive that music. So mm-hmm. I see that now when I think about somebody like, a Jay-Z where I'm like, when I first started getting into rap and, you know, really enjoying it, like Jay-Z was somebody that I looked at as sort of being like, you know, groundbreaking and, you know, was somebody that like, I was really a fan of, like appreciated his perspective. And now I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm into like the entrepreneur, like black capitalism type stuff. Mm. Like that's not necessarily hitting with me in the same way that it once would. And I think like, you know, it's not that <laughs> Jay-Z is kind of like always sort of been in this, you know, lane. Like I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, 
not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Like he's always been Let in me that kind of business. Damn. Yeah. He's always kind of been in that space. So it's not that he's necessarily like really like changed a whole lot of his lyrical content, but you know, me as a listener, like, yeah, I have sort of evolved beyond really like needing Jay-Z, if that yeah. makes sense. And I feel like you as a listener is also like, it's not just you as a listener. It's like in general, like people are less interested in like, oh, I'm like the whole entrepreneurial entrepreneurial aspect of his music. And I feel like like that's kind of why the reaction to his latest albums is not as strong as they have been for his earlier albums. And I also feel like that's kind of like where Drake is going too, to like bring it back to that conversation of like, when should rappers retire? I feel like when you're younger and you hear Drake for the first time, you're like, oh, this is so fun. Like he's just singing about his feelings. But then now I'm like, okay, you're 35. Like, have you come up with anything else? (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it makes me worry about Tyler, the creator. Because I'm like, man, I know that you have like your your role models in a sense are the Jay-Z's, the Kanye's, the Pharrell's who, you know, are kind of more in this sort of like, uh, you know, capitalistic space and, you know, are very much on like the, you know, own things, buy things. Uh, And I look at Tyler and I'm like, man, I really hope, I hope you like have the independence and the self-awareness enough to like, just know when it's time to sort of like, bow out uh or at least find another way to be able to express yourself because i i think it would be devastating <laughs> to me as a fan for him to make like some weak ass album <laughs> mm-hmm. that doesn't like that isn't as challenging as some of the other work that he's done mm. i'm trying to think of, oh go ahead um well i was just going to repeat the question that you asked at the beginning but like um how how big do you think Pop Smoke specifically would be today if he was still alive? Like, do you think the hype that surrounds him would be the same? Or like, cause like most, let's just be honest, most people, especially like younger people on TikTok and stuff, didn't listen to Pop Smoke until he died. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? I think he was definitely on the, the uprise. I think he definitely would have, probably made the XXL freshman list, definitely got more buzz, definitely dropped some more more bangers. Like, if he would have, like, because he did a lot of remixes of, like, classic songs on his project, and I think if he still had that on his upcoming, or on his release project, I think he still would have, might, might have touched the same stars he did. Mm-hmm. That was a reference because each one of the stars was his albums. <laughs> I, I, I feel like he would have definitely. I feel like he definitely would reach the same peak, if not higher, because he might have done like some Instagram challenge or something. Yeah, I do also think like when we like pay attention to, I feel like because like I obviously listen to a lot of rap. Um, especially for our show too. And so like, I forget how insular it is. Like, so to me, Polo G is like extremely famous, but in reality, like probably 90% of Americans have no clue who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think Pop Smoke was like almost a cut above that though, because he did have like an insane amount of hype building around him right before his death. And so I do think that he would have probably reached like 
the same level of mainstream success because it's not even like he's a household name to people that wouldn't have known him anyways now, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it gets it like, uh, Zainab, your question, I think it gets to sort of how we just amplify and sort of magnify like artists mm. when they die. Like I think about like, you know, personally, when I think about like Nipsey Hussle, like I wasn't a huge listener of Nipsey uh, while he was alive, but like after he died, like I, you know, I had at least known about like some of the stuff that he was doing in his community. And, uh, and to me that was admirable, but I think, part of that just like pushed me to kind of go and like want to know more about him, the musician and getting into it. Like uh, the, the album that he had before he passed, I'm blanking on the name, but like that album is, it's, it's great. Like it's a, it's a great album. I think regardless of the circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that like, as a, as a whole, like sort of how we then part of how we pay tribute to artists a lot of times is almost like, I don't know if it's over celebrifying them, but like we do sort of push them to this echelon that I quite don't know if they would have gotten to otherwise, or at least maybe it would have looked differently. So I think for Pop Smoke personally, like I'm not a huge listener of Pop Smoke. So it's hard for me to speak to like kind of where he would necessarily be at this point in time. Uh, if things would have gone differently. But uh, I do think there is sort of this like magnifying, amplifying that happens when artists die. And, you know, it comes through as sort of the like, sort of how we pay tribute to those folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do think like the specific circumstances of like pop and juice, um, not juice, pop and Nipsey are interesting to like compare to each other because Nipsey was an established rapper like he had been around for almost a decade so Mm. it's pretty actually easy to say oh he wouldn't have gotten more famous than he was at the time of his death because that was just his peak of fame and it's not like he was upset by that or anything like that like he had a solid career that he liked um whereas pop it's like i guess like an eternal what if like you don't even know if he would have become one of the biggest artists in the world or if he would have fallen off in a year and there's no way for any of us to know that true Definitely true. Um, I also was thinking about what we're saying about artists. Artists stopping at a a certain point. Um, It made me think of uh, MF Doom because before he became, before he got the moniker MF Doom, he was part of a different rap group, which he ended up stopping because um, a lot of things to his contract, his brother passing and at the time of releasing his project, that was his peak, but then he stopped, disappeared. It came back as MF Doom, which is regarded as one of the best rappers, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Mm -hmm. So it makes me think like, is that something to consider? Like what if this next, to keep using Drake, what if Drake drops this project? It's, I guess, okay, decent. But then the next project could have been, or will be like one of the greatest hip hop projects of this decade. Like, it, I feel it's it's such a weird thing to think like, oh, should they stop? Should they keep going? Like, there's so many in-betweens that could happen. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's forever, like, swinging pendulum of like, oh, maybe, maybe not, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I kind of want to talk about something <laughs> Alex brought up. <laughs> kind of related to hip hop. <laughs> Apparently, yes. um, Sheck West. Oh, I did see that. It's in the NBA draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he posted on his uh he posted on his Instagram and he was like, "Damn, it's really real. The 2020 NBA draft. All my life I always wanted to follow my passion for music and basketball. Playing basketball and going to play pro in the NBA is something that I always strive for. Tonight that dream comes true. I want to thank the NBA for their hard work with the with growing the game and every team that gave me an opportunity to work out and talk with them." Also, want to thank my fan, t- thank my team, and my fans for always being there. Tune into the 2020 NBA draft tonight. Can you imagine like playing basketball your whole life to like, you know, like to make it, and then you get drafted behind Shaq West? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I that would make me angry to be honest. Well, I- I mean, even to go back to J. Cole, like J. Cole was at one point like training to try and like make Mm. it on an NBA team. And I know like back in the day, like Master P, Mm -hmm. he played like a game or two with the Charlotte Hornets, like hip hop and basketball. They're synonymous. Yeah. Yeah, But um, I mean, the rap thing wasn't working for him anyway, so. Yeah. (laughs) Shake West had a solid nine months. Yeah. Okay, you're pushing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, snap. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it was nine months. Everywhere else, it was maybe like five. Yeah. Oh, oh so, nine is too. Oh wow. I, I thought that you said nine was too little. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Sheck West. I don't know. He's a divisive character because he had the allegation against him mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Um, Justine Sky. Then he had yeah. that that little beef with Goldlink. And Golnick himself is kind of a shysty character too, because he had that <laughs> Mac Miller post. In my head, oh yeah, Shaq West and Goldlink. So I was like, didn't Shaq West have beef with like Mac Miller? But no, that was Goldlink. Goldlink, yeah. Goldlink had so much momentum too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he did. And I, uh, and I loved Goldlink. He was from the DMV. He talked about GoGo. He talked about talked about streets I've seen. But then like he just kind of shifted and just yeah said, i was it. i was listening to coke white i think yesterday mm. i was like damn I'm, I'm i'm upset i'm upset that he fell in the way that he did yeah this was just so like unnecessary too so what so unnecessary oh, yeah it wasn't absolutely. Absolutely. they were like i heard you guys used to have like a contentious relationship could you talk to us about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. i mean it it was like literally the like no one meme. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, on a random day, random time, he's like, "Yo, yo, Mac Miller, I fuck with you, but you stole my shit." Even worse, he was already dead. He said, he was- I'm with you." Oh my god, he's one of the most shocking times. I for that, to be honest, uh, I'm. I Edison Pot had like a reply post, but it's now deleted. But he was really pissed off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really pissed. Yeah. Um, we we talked about Mac on the podcast before, but I think he's another one of those artists that, you know, after ooh. his after his death, like, has gone maybe even beyond like 
it's hard to speak for someone, but like maybe even beyond like where he wanted to go in terms mm-hmm. of like his 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 place of celebrity, which I think is interesting because he was kind of just like chilling, making music, like just just vibing out on mm-hmm. NPR tiny desks and stuff. And now he's sort of like, you know, in these uh, in the same conversations that we give towards like some of these other like folks who have passed and also we're putting in sort of these like major kind of yeah. ranking places, whether it be Nipsey or Pop Smoke or Juice or, you know, so. Yeah. It's interesting. What I, what I like about Mac, like you see him in pictures that like last, like last week we talked about, it'll be like a picture of Martin Luther King, um, <laughs> Tupac, Biggie, and you'll see like Mac in that picture too now. Like he's like a black leader. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! <laughs> on the airbrush tease. On the airbrush tease, like Mackie's part of it, which I don't see a, I don't see it as wrong. I'm, I'm not sure if I should, but <laughs> I don't know who else I would place instead of Mac. Maybe Nipsey. I put I put Nipsey instead of Mac. Oh my god! <laughs> airbrush tease. So if you guys had to pick, not pick. Who to save? Nipsey? No. <laughs> Nipsey? <laughs> Mac? <laughs> Juice World or Pop Smoke? Who are you saving? Oh, my God. Grow <laughs> up. Um, I was going to say, like, out of the ones, the recent ones that have passed, who do you think could have, like, been the, like, the most popular rapper right now? Who do you think would have been, like, really big like today i think probably juice because he was definitely the biggest when he was dead he has like i think like people like really forget like the depths like how famous juice world was before he passed like i think he probably surpassed all of them by most metrics he had like 16 platinum songs wow like insane number of like and like i think it's because like we're not his target demo but like high school like he's there like what would you say I am. Speak for yourself. I am. <laughs> I don't even think he knew that I was his target demo. But like high schoolers, like he's been really canonized after his death. But even before his death, he was probably one of the biggest superstars. And honestly, like on a different conversation numbers wise to like most of the other rappers that we're discussing. How about, yeah. how about X? Do you guys think X would have been big today? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Um tonight to <laughs> I wish people could see the faces. Oh my gosh. It's like we're like, I had to bring it up. To to it, it had to happen. To not mention the controversies. Uh-huh. I think just yeah. to like to focus just on the just on the music. I don't think so because shoot, wait, hold on. How many projects did he drop before he passed? I think, yeah. Because I know, like, some of his stuff was, like, spotty. And, of course, he had, like, some great or some singles that blew up. But... Like, crazy blew up, though. Mm-hmm. Like, two billion streams on this song. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm not sure if that was... I mean, of course, it was post, post-death when he... When it started blowing up more. But I'm pretty sure some of his projects weren't as good as they could have been even mm-hmm. while he was alive yeah if that makes sense i mean him and him and juice were probably the like 
best positioned for like greater success, especially if you think about just like sort of how things have shifted digitally where like, you know, they were on the like killing it with some, I would imagine with like the SoundCloud streams and stuff like that. But then Mm -hmm. you also start to like get into like TikTok and some stuff like that where we're taking like smaller clips of music and making content from those. Like, I, I think they are probably better positioned than say like a, you know, and say like a Mac or a Nipsey to sort of like thrive within that environment. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely think X left a big impact on, especially like teenagers. Like today you'll talk to a like 17 year old boy in the middle of the conversation, he'll just be like, R.I.P. Ja. And yeah, I think you're talking about experience with your best <laughs> not, not, not to make light of the situation, but have you ever went to um, his Instagram page, XXX Tentacions? If you go to the his post, because I think it only has one post, like you still see people post like, I, I miss you, I need you back, I want you. I'm like, God. He had like a call of personality, like in a way that artists don't really have anymore. Like, I feel like the way people stand him, it was like like a K-pop artist or like a boy band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A rapper. Like, it was crazy. But, oh, my God, 8.6 million comments on his post. That's I told me to look at. That one was from three minutes ago. That's crazy. <laughs> Still to this day. Oh, no, another one was from one minute ago. It's, it's oh wild. And she's like, been so. Yo. Uh. Yeah. But like yeah. when you said earlier, like, oh, like somebody said, like, removing him from his controversies. I feel like that's honestly impossible to do like, yeah. with his as an artist. Like, even his positive impact, like the people that love him, I feel like even they aren't mentally removing him from his controversies. Like, mm-hmm. some weird way that's part of the reason that they love him. It's like, oh, like he's human and like all this stuff. I'm not even going to get into that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he was definitely probably the best positioned out of all of them to be like. But I think that th- because of those controversies, I would have stopped him from. Yeah, from, I. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially at in, like, some level, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, there would be spaces that like he wouldn't be able to be part of because mm-hmm. of that stuff, rightfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, like his his fans probably end up becoming sort of like pariahs in their own way. Of just being like, oh, like you like triple X, like that's uh, I don't know. I mean, and like I don't know if the 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 comparison probably isn't as strong to say like they become sort of like the the R Kelly fans in a sense of like if you're really if you're really rocking with with R Kelly, like yeah. we're, we're wondering, we're wondering like what's what's good with you. Yeah. So speaking of R Kelly, Koku. Isn't that your favorite artist? <laughs> <laughs> no. Goku no. is canceled. Goku is coming canceled. Because I said that to Zaydev at work. I was like, <laughs> I think out of nowhere, in front of like everyone, I was like, like hey, didn't you, weren't you streaming R. Kelly like heavy last week? <laughs> Just. Mm. He embarrassed me. So this is. No, it's <laughs> part two. 
there's honestly a big difference between like streaming an R. Kelly song every once in a while or an X song every once in a while. And then- <laughs> please, Curtis, <laughs> you have something to tell us? I have yes, nothing to tell you Please, guys. you just threw yourself on the, <laughs> under the bus. Oh, cool. Difference. I mean, I'm not streaming R. Kelly, but I will say like sometimes, like if X comes on a playlist, I'm not going to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> On the, it's already playing. Like he's not—he's not getting anything from me playing. It. Yo, if Ignition Remix comes on at the department store, like I'm not—I'm not gonna go to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be clear. Arkley is by far not my favorite artist. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm not. You gotta put out a—you gotta put out a notes app statement on your Instagram <laughs> before this episode comes out. I gotta do a whole whole lot of cleanup. I'm gonna say I PR. know to XXS Tentacion. I have a lot of growing to do. I hope you guys stay with me through this. Yo, God's working on all of us, you know? God's working on all of us. <laughs> no, uh, it's, oh my God. There's really no artist who didn't do anything that he did better. Like, he was not the best singer, not the best rapper. Had pretty bad production, actually. <laughs> so it's like, it's like a conscious choice that people make. Like, they're buying into X as a personality, I think, when they listen. Mm, totally, totally. Which is hard yeah, to say. I mean, didn't he have like a whole like museum? Like, there was like a sort of like pop up museum exhibit. Wait, wait, a what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, 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 what are you, wait, what are you saying? He's <laughs> saying <laughs> part of your accent. He's saying museum exhibit. Oh. <laughs> wait, what? How cool is me? I gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know you were saying. I'm so sorry. I feel bad. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought you were shocked that he <laughs> he had a music no, exhibit. No, I. Yes, but he did, and and people still visit his grave too. Like, uh, like kids post pictures in front of his grave. Like R.I.P. Jaw. I missed really? Where is he buried? Uh, Florida? Probably. Is he? Is it accessible to everyone? There's like a mausoleum, like a monument in his grave. Wow. So that's imagine, cool. imagine being the grandma buried next to him. Like, just a random grandma. Uh, <laughs> having, having little kids just walk over your grave. Like, oh, thank you. I miss you, yeah. And just... Annie Mae. <laughs> just <laughs> throw, like, Reese's wrappers on your grave. Like... <laughs> These little kids. <laughs> Yo, I would be so angry. Imagine. What a way to go out, honestly. Like teenagers <sighs> eating hot Cheetos on top of your grave. <laughs> <laughs> Some Takis just. just <laughs> Taki dust and Cheeto dust all over your. Just, just leaving random memes on your. Uh, <laughs> that's, kind of what I, that's what I would like. Speaking of ex death, do you guys remember when. Uh, when people said that Drake did it, that was it. <laughs> Yo, yes. I actually completely forgot that that wow. was. Wow. Yes. Um, honestly, I don't think we'll ever have like a like a, a superstar like X again. Like that was his reign. Like as a artist, was like honestly a moment. And I, the whole time he was famous, I had not heard one song by him. Like on a moral stance, I was not. Mm-hmm. Listening single song by him so I was just really just like following him as a person like I was really curious about like where is he going to end up and then I guess that was the way it ended up was his career got cut short in 2018 crazy 
Wow. Um, I'm I'm, so, I'm I'm looking at this the the conspiracy theory of the Drake XXX to Tosion killing, and there was there's like so that. many videos, so many conspiracies. What did they think his motive was again? Um, because because they said that that Look at Me song Drake copied it for KMT on a More Life, and I think like they said, oh, if you look at the lyrics, he's talking about how he's gonna kill XX and all this stuff, like. When he says, like, body bags in exchange for Louis bags, is that what he said? Yes. And then, like, oh. and then whoever killed X had, like, Louis bags filled with money in their, like, trunk or something. I feel like, why, <laughs> why does that make sense? It's healthy compelling, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, why would Drake pull out this whole thing, expose himself? Yeah. It would, I think he, uh, like X put on his Instagram story at one point, like if anyone tries to kill me, it was Drake. I'm <laughs> snitching right now. <laughs> Yo, that's so messed up for him to do that. Like imagine, that's like me saying, oh, if anyone, if I die, it was, it was Larry King who did it. Like, I feel like you can just call out anyone. <laughs> like, that's wild. I mean, if it was Drake, Drake could get away with it. Prop? You know what he yeah. can't get. You know what Drake couldn't get away with hiding a child. <laughs> not, not that good at covering his track. Yeah. Not that good. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. Hilarious. Okay, I feel like we should we should get past talking about past artists, even though we want to remember them. We want to show them our love. Let's talk about. Are there any new artists you're excited to see like blow up? Like who? you think it's going to carry this torch into the new decade of hip-hop oh the new. so you, what you're asking is who's going to be drake part two <laughs> not drake part two per se but just you know who's out here making waves i don't know if a rapper will ever reach drake heights of pop stardom but as far as like making a wave i i don't know how you guys feel about this person so um i might be embarrassing myself a little bit here but I think NBA Youngboy <laughs> might, really? might be like honestly the face of not even his, it's less, to, it doesn't have much to do with his songs, his music or anything like that. I just think like him as a cult of personality, he kind of like marks that wave in hip hop where like people are engaging with rappers like as stands, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what he has around him. And so I do think that like he has like probably actually a lot of longevity because he is talented. He just, drops too many songs (laughs) but yeah i could see like him carrying it for like a good part of the next decade what i what worries me about nba um other than his demonic mentality is (laughs) like i think the memes might overshadow him like i think that's what happened to j cole like the memes overshadowed him him so i'm worried that might happen like he might just get people might know him more for the memes than his music that's actually that's true. What about you, Zainab? Um, I don't know. It's a hard question. It's tough. Um, I, I thinking if I would say an artist to reach, um, Drake status or be 
really big. I would I would I would have said Uzi if you asked me a couple years ago. Cause he definitely had like the personality, the the style, like just the music, the the cult fan base. I would have said that, but I'm not sure he's kind of been waning with his more recent releases. Um But if I can't I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was just gonna say when Uzi like first blew up mm-hmm. off the era, that was that was a moment. And I wish that. <laughs> exactly. That's another 2016 kind of moment. That it just felt so good. It felt right. Um, well, I guess if I can't think of anyone, I might go with Uzi. Mm-hmm. Like still, you still think he has? Yeah. If I can't find, I think I might. Yeah, I'm gonna say Uzi because no one else really comes to mind right now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to predict though. Like when Drake dropped "Best I Ever Had," who would have thought he would still be one of the most relevant rappers? <laughs> Okay, 10-year-old Zayna, but her not included. <laughs> <laughs> relevant, like, people, not even just rappers in the world in 2020. Like, that's a crazy long run. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's no way to really know. Shit. you, Alex? Uh, the, I actually don't know if this is true <gasps> or how accurate it could be, but... <laughs> the, the name like Jack Harlow keeps coming to mind because <laughs> I'm like mm. so just a, a personal story but uh I work for Jenny's and uh on like gosh this was probably earlier in the year maybe even gosh like last summer or something like that uh Jack Harlow had like posted on his story like yo I want to make an ice cream with Jenny's and at the time (laughs) I was like who is this dude (laughs) and went and watched like the what's poppin music video or whatever I was like all right this is this is tight but Mm -hmm. like I don't really like we had just come off of doing something with Tyler and like when you think about like fan bases and sort of how like kind of stand like an astronomical Tyler's is versus mm-hmm. like what Jack's <laughs> probably was at the time. Like it just, the, the comparison was, it was, it was apples and oranges. And so um, we were kind of like, ah, eh, I don't know. And even if so, like just with his kind of like lyrical content, like may not work for the suburban mom <laughs> that <laughs> is going to buy some ice cream. So uh, ended up just sort of like, you know, kind of shrugging it off. But now I look at him like, I don't know, like yeah. he's, he's, he's out here. And I don't know if like, it's sort of the kind of like white rapper phenomenon where mm-hmm. people would just get like real hype on him for a second <laughs> and then it's over. But like Eminem had longevity mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Mac or and Macklemore won a Grammy or whatever, so it's mm-hmm. like I don't know, like what heights Jack could reach, but he's definitely has some. Uh, he definitely has some respect and admiration, and being kind of the like cool white dude is always a very marketable thing in this. Yeah, um, I think that happened. I think when Jack talked about Jenny's was actually last November when he came to Columbus. Um, we actually got to meet him, and he is a very nice guy. Mm. Went to his concert at the basement um and he tried jenny's that weekend like he was at jenny's very often that weekend wow that's so tight yeah really nice and actually actually really like i feel like i might switch to jack carlo for my answer because 
I, I think he's actually pretty talented. Like, he's pretty good. Like, he has funny lines. He has clever wordplay. Like, he's really, like, could be a rapper's rapper. Like, he's... Yeah. Has talent. And he's, I mean, he's down with the, uh, the, the thing over the summer when uh, the player from the Clippers, Lou Williams, was at uh, was at Magic City and Jack mm. was there with him and like <laughs> sort of tried to like lie for him that he wasn't at the strip club and he should have been quarantined <laughs> in, in the bubble. But like, I mean, that's, that's, that's cred right there. Like, he has that's, unity. That's, that's a, it's a cultural moment. Yeah, he's, a, he's an ally for sure. <laughs> um, I think for rappers to blow up, a lot of the times they do, do need support from like teenage boys. Uh-huh. Like, my personal opinion and I think he really has that especially he makes a lot like a lot of basketball references mm-hmm. in his music and they they love it they, eat it up yeah yeah and we all know white teenage boys run hip-hop now <laughs> yes 100 percent yeah my my little brother was like yo how are you not gonna do something with Jack and I'm like uh <laughs> <laughs> should have listened should have listened but the fact that he is from the midwest is like really cool like mm-hmm. yeah that's tight it's appealing i think jack harlow gives hope to white kids around america yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if you had asked me this question like a few months ago i would have said little tj i'm gonna be honest um, he was fun. He was he was getting up there, but then he just started like acting like a child, which he is like. He's a child. So, um, yeah, I don't. Biggie, if you're from New York, because then New York won't like you anymore, and now nobody yeah. likes you anymore. Yeah. God. Real. Yo, what if I was like Lil Nas X? Mmm. You really think so? I actually don't know. I do, <laughs> I do think that he uh, one he just did a recent interview with Apple Music with Zane Lowe, and he was like, uh, like this this amount of time because he he just put out a single holiday. He was like, this amount of time that I've gone like over the past few months without music is like the longest stretch you'll ever have where I like haven't released music again so like his plan is to like start releasing more consistently he's got the like the the respect and sort of the uh the backing of like kind of commercial music and like mm-hmm. pop music in a sense so even he had, a, it could he had be, that nas feature so like yeah yeah him. yeah so it could be it could be interesting to see like I, i'd be curious to see him do something with Nicki minaj next mm. that'd be fun Speaking of Nicki Minaj, never mind, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, don't, you don't want the barbs to come for you. You don't want that. Yeah, don't no. think about Nicki Minaj. Yeah, we're, we're, only, we're only 21 episodes in, please. Yes. <laughs> we, don't want our, we don't want to get um, our address sent out to the whole world. <laughs> the barbs. Barbs headquarters. <laughs> well... I, I feel like we've covered a lot today. I feel like we've bounced back and forth um, from Drake to Drake to dead artists back to Drake to to the future of hip hop, and we we rain we we, 
<laughs> Drake, one more time. <laughs> and we, we, can't, we crowd Jack Harlow as the king of black people. So with that being said, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on the show. It's been great talking to you two. Nice to meet you for having us. Yeah. This is fun. Yes, very fun. You guys want to plug She Wanna Vibe? I I really like that name. Like, that's like such a dope name. It's so good. (laughs) She Wanna Vibe. It's a vibe. I'm like, but, but, (laughs) yeah, arouse.com, Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Yeah. And I'm graduating this semester. So we might move on to like a different platform, Ooh. hopefully, maybe. So. Oh yeah, nice. You guys yeah. want to plug your Instagrams too? Plug everything you have. My Instagram is Fardosa. It's just my name, but that's F A R D O W S A, and the last A is a four. <laughs> so Ooh. I don't know if anybody will get that. Throw them fours up. Throw okay. them fours up. Uh, and then mine is just Nubzi N U B Z Z I. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, yo, this has been, uh, this has been fantastic for real. Thank y'all for coming on, uh, for anyone listening. Y'all know the deal. Lewis (laughs) Alex 10 (laughs) on all the things. That's the number 10. Throw your your tens up. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Holla, let us know what y'all want to see on the podcast, man. We're we're always open to comments, suggestions, even concerns if you have them. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of concerns that might come up. <laughs> <laughs> I know for sure. But Ferdosa <laughs> just raised her hand. She's about to <laughs> ask me to delete this whole episode. But I will not because I am... Koku Asamoa. You can find me on Instagram. Kenny Samoa. That's K-E-N-I and Samoa. Like the cookie. And um, yeah, definitely reach out if you have any ideas, anything you want to talk about. If you want to be on a podcast, let us know. We're welcome Yo. to have you on. Yeah, we're 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 an open door. Please. We, we just all we ask for is good vibes. <laughs> hey, we just want a vibe, you know? Yeah, we just actually we're stealing that title. <laughs> <laughs> he just want a vibe. We're taking that's it. The, that's the episode title. Yes. No doubt. <laughs> they just want a vibe. Oh, we want a vibe. <laughs> we want ooh. You want a vibe. Um, but yes, thank you guys. Thank you too so much for coming on. Um thank and you thank you all for listening. Episode 21, Alex Coco Podcast. Peace. Peace. Peace.